What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Hello, and welcome Truth. back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are glad to have you today. We have a guest sitting here, and we'll introduce him in a second, but uncomfortable intro today. You know, Have you ever been invited to go somewhere or be somewhere with some other group of guys or people, and you show up, and you're, you're the one invited but you were the first one there. All the time, Shane, because you know I'm never late. <laughs> and then you start having these internal dialogues yeah. of like, did they really ask me to come on this day? Did it, they really invite me? It's 7.30. Are they playing they a prank said, on me? Yeah, they said be here at 7.30. <laughs> There's three other guys that are supposed to be here. I'm the only one here. Well, that actually just happened. <laughs> <laughs> to our guest this morning. Right, because yeah. directions, Google. Google got us and sent them on the wrong side of town. Uh, Sean, I'm going to let you introduce our guest today. For sure. Uh, Brandon Goswick, do you want to open us up in prayer yeah, real quick? We'll start us in prayer, and then I'll let you introduce. Awesome. Dear Lord, we love you. We thank you for your grace and abundance. Lord, help us to never uh, forget that uh, you sent your son to pay the ultimate sacrifice so that uh, we could know you and know him and uh, have your spirit in us just by asking for you to come into our heart. Lord, let us be uh, the light for your kingdom. Let this time that we spend together uh, with our guest uh, to speak to just, uh, if it's just one heart, Lord, to want to know you better or to know you and start a personal relationship. Let that happen, Lord. Let us to be the vessels of uh, what you want uh, to be heard in the world and to be good stewards of it. Thank you for this time that we have together, and uh, bless this time. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 So um, I'm truly excited. Um, this morning to have uh, our guest Brandon Gill, who is a uh, a personal friend of mine, and um, man, he just has a really cool testimony, and we invited him to to come out here uh, this morning and tell us a little bit about him and and his family and his testimony and some of the trials and tribulations that he's been through, and we're just hoping that it's going going to um, encourage uh, our our listeners and watchers here and. Um, just to encourage them to, uh, if, they, if maybe if they're going through similar trials and tribulations, uh, and, and just allow them to know that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, and uh, and uh, when when you rely on on God, that uh, there's hope. And so um, I'm excited. Uh, Brandon, the first time I ever met Brandon, uh, I believe um, was uh, I, I, in the weight room at uh kilgore college and i walked in and there was somebody over there um working out with 350 pounds on bench watch out now and i, <laughs> I had to do that yeah. <laughs> and I, I remember asking a, a friend of mine uh chris buckrell we call him buck i remember asking man who's that strong son of a gun over there he's like oh that's gill dog that's gill <laughs> When you're that strong, you only have a you have a last name introduction. Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, so, man, we are uh, just excited to have Brandon Gill here uh, this morning. So we have two Brandons now uh, on on the set. So we have to might have to call them by their last name uh, to, to uh, uh, yeah get their attention this morning. So yeah, man, um, you know, starting back to really, I, I feel like. Your marriage, you know, and just starting like whenever, whenever you after college and you got married and just kind of 
can you tell us a little bit about your life? And we don't necessarily have to go all the way. Back. I mean, like, well, we got an hour. Uh, yeah, you got time. Yeah. yeah, but um, anyway, I, I don't really know kind of where you want to start in your journey uh, mm-hmm. with um, your walk with the Lord and just kind of maybe where that started and then into your marriage <clears throat> where you, um, ha- you know, have gone through uh, trials and tribulations with with your uh, with your wife and also your business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, I feel like those are two things that really stand out to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just tell um, our listeners a little bit about that and, and, and tell just, us a little bit about you, too. Yeah. Just like uh, what, you know, your uh, background, what fires uh, you up. Yeah, absolutely. Um, sure. Yeah. I mean, that. I mean, I'm, yeah, so I, I was, uh, you know, Sean and I have been buddies for many years. And I got, <laughs> I got married when I was, uh, I think I was 25. We got, yeah. My wife and I got married. She, we dated. She was 16, started dating. And so, Kind of you were 25 and she was 16. Oh, no, 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 no. We started <laughs> dating. She was like seven, 16 uh, or 17. And, you know, got through. I was a little bit, you know, I married, uh, you know, she was four years younger than I was. But, um, yeah, I mean, she, we dated and she graduated. She got her degree. College, you know, she's a nurse. And uh, kind of your first, one of the you know, first struck, first love, I guess you mm-hmm. could say. Um, and we, uh, um, I mean, just kind of felt like we were raised, you know, I raised her, in, in other words, because she was so young. But we've been married, been married 17, 18 years now. Uh, we have three children, um, 15, 9, and 13 now. Mm-hmm. So daughter's the middle one. She's uh, she's the leader of the pack. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, you know, we're always, I feel like God's always grooming us, and he's always leading us and without us even knowing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he took my wife was grew up Catholic, um, Southern I'm Baptist. Well, I mean, it's it's, but anyway, um, you know, she she had she was in church, but I, I, mean, I grew up in church, and you know, where'd uh, you where'd you grow up, Gil? I grew up in a little small town called Overton. Yeah, yeah. I was out of Kilgore. Okay, yeah. Um, and went to a little small oil and Baptist. gas town. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. So yeah, a little small First Baptist Church in New London. Grew up there as a baby and all the way through and when I got out of high school kind of I started I kind of went in and out back and forth to church etc but I was always always in, in, involved um but you know I don't want to go through a circle but my wife and I you know we got married and um we were trying to find like a church to plan around you know where we were living in Kilgore and so I mean she wanted me to go visit a Catholic church <laughs> and so that was a little bit you know I I, 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 it's I different. Did, I did it one time. Yeah. I'll just leave it there. And so, um, and uh, yeah. And so, anyway, long story short, turned her life over to Christ. Um, she was a born again Christian. Got her, you know, she's now, um, I mean, with her, our kids are homeschooled. Okay. So she leads the, the co op here. She's a president of the co op. And so, for homeschool. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a Czech co op. There's like 400 kids mm-hmm. that, that meet once a week. But she leads that, and uh, she's just um, just just poured out to Christ. You know, she, she's a bona fide leader. Yeah, you know, everything yeah. that I've ever picked up uh, from Rainey. You yeah, know, she's very headstrong. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's, I guess it takes. T- I don't know. Two, t- you know, sometimes if you're both he- hard headed, don't doesn't work. But mm. he has, I guess, a harder head than I do. But I'm pretty hard headed myself. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you know, it's, it's amazing what God does and what you know He's prepared you for without even really knowing you're. You're doing it, and mm-hmm. so 
Um, both of us love the Lord. We we always, I mean, everything we do is Christ centered, you know. And um, going into you know our kids, my business, my business partner, like Sean had mentioned. Um, I don't know where you mean to kind of get to now, Sean. Yeah, but. sure. Um, you know, I'm 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 kind of interested. <clears throat> so y'all, um, mm-hmm. it sounds like y'all had a little bit of, of religious, you know, re- religious or religious differences, you know, and then right. y'all, y'all worked through that, which is pretty awesome. Correct. Um, you know, uh, from there, uh, y- y'all get y'all get married. You have children. Mm-hmm. Um, your oldest is how old? He's uh, fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And um, during this time, were you were you already in business for yourself? I like what did that start about the same time you got married or uh yeah probably yeah uh, yeah a couple of years after I guess yeah. you could say I was I was in sales for a big oil and gas company uh, my background was oil and gas sure and that's all I have ever done and so uh, I've been in sales my pretty much my whole career mm-hmm. um, so I was a sales manager for uh, or national sales manager for Slumberjay they had bought a company that I was working with and anyway we expanded that division into their portfolio but um, along that way I um, I started um, branched out and started my own business through that journey and um, through that business line about two years into it a friend of mine a mutual friend of mine in Sean's um, connected with me and he wanted to expand his business but didn't really know the the avenue to, to do it with and I was already structured, set up with everything that he needed. So I said, "Hey, man, just come in. Let's uh, let's let's start this division." Was it a yeah. service company or? Yeah, it was a service company. Yeah, so we did. Um, my it was uh, flow back uh, when they frack wells. We'd go in time to the well, flow the well bore back, and clean the well up for 30, 40 days, mm-hmm. and have me monitor that. Um, so we had about seventy five uh, employees. We grew up to about seventy five people. It was a pretty large. A service company. Um, the guy's name is Connor uh, Wilson, and uh, anyway, he he, we he, Connor and I were leading two small groups here at Marmalee Baptist in Longview. He had one group, I had another group, and isn't uh, that where you? Yeah, I go to Marmalee. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, this was uh, good now. Well, this was back in two thousand and uh, gosh, wouldn't uh, that have been like oh, five no. or was it ten? Yeah, okay, ten or eleven. Yeah, I mean, he passed in two thousand twelve. So. Yeah. Yeah, this was in ten when we were leading small groups, and he had he had been approaching me uh, throughout that, you know, asking questions. But finally, he said, "I'm I'm ready to jump in and bring my business and build it." So I'm I totally welcomed him with open arms, and he did that. And uh, you know, we were growing See, it, blowing and going, blowing and going. I mean, just uh, it's amazing what 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 was going on, and um, you know, it's uh. uh you know, things happen in life. You know, God, he he, he does stuff that you can never imagine. You know, what, what kind of guy was Connor? Imagine. Oh, he was an ama- amazing leader, father, uh, three children. Well, three children. Or four children. Four. Yeah, yeah. four. So um, you said y'all were so small group. Uh-huh. So were you small group with just other men or, you know, what was going on? It at was that families. Time? Families, okay. Yeah, young, young families with kids. Yeah. Yeah, and so we, we both had – I don't know, 15 in each group. Okay. And we were talking about merging the, the group to one. Uh-huh. And so um, Connor was just an amazing Christian. I mean. He was a servant. You felt the, you felt the Holy Spirit anytime you were around him. He was just, uh, he had that, you know, that presence about him. Um, the gentleness, 
a tough love, but you know, people just were attracted to him as he's yeah. like a magnet. I I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, yeah, he, he. I mean, I wouldn't want anybody else to armor up with and then uh, uh, a man of God that yeah. that's boldly speaks the, the gospel. Yeah, he was one of those guys that um, it's like he could he could walk into the room and um, it was it was kind of hard to explain. But I mean, like I remember the last time. He and I had a conversation. He was walking with his kids into Chick Fil A, uh-huh. and um, and he walked over. I remember he was wearing a King Ranch hat. That's what he, he always wore because yeah. he 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 worked on the King Ranch for a little while. I yeah. think um, um, right out of college, maybe. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, um, and uh, he would always make you feel like you're the most important person in the room. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. the the people who are able to do that are some of the best. Um, the influencers in the world, in my opinion, sure. it, you know? because it can't be um, fake. Yeah, Correct. you and pick it, up on that quickly if oh, it's yeah. not genuine. No yeah. doubt. There's such a lack today of in our world of uh, intention intentionality mm-hmm. and giving somebody your full attention. Like yeah. sitting here in this room, you know, we're not answering our phones, <laughs> we're locked in. Like this is moments like that we feel refueled by because you're able to lock your brain in and right. look at somebody Correct. and have a conversation sure. with somebody and dig in. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often. It doesn't happen very often because of these things right here. That's right. And, yeah. and one of the we reasons why I keep this on the, the table is because lots of times I'm taking notes and I need, I yeah. need my notes. Sure. Uh, but you know, I'm with you. I mean, mm-hmm. it, they're, they're so distracting and there's a lack of that big time uh, yeah. today, but Connor was always great at making you, uh, there was no picking up his phone and checking his phone when he was talking to you. Correct. And mm-hmm. uh, so that that was pretty awesome. So he was a bona fide influencer. Oh, um, absolutely. And, and leader and uh, and man of God. Uh, I can definitely vouch for that. Oh, no doubt. He, he you know, I mean, he wouldn't even. Uh, he had lots so much uh, business in his. He was he was in the pipeline industry. They they mowed right aways and just did service work on pipelines, um, from mowing to to painting to maintenance to. To pig and whatever the case was for just for midstream pipelines, that's what his father did for his whole career with Exxon. He was a big, uh, big executive with Exxon. But uh, anyway, I, I didn't have that service line, you know, with what we were doing, and so uh, I knew it would fit because you know we could dovetail our uh, separation, our pigging into the midstream division with what he had on the mowing side. Uh, I saw a pretty really good fit for it, uh, and so yeah, so Connor definitely. Um, Brought that in with us, and um, you know we we started a, a division of work with, with with him there. Yeah, pretty so, pretty cool. Yeah. So you met Sean back when y'all were twenty, nineteen, twenty, somewhere yeah, in there. 18, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, mm-hmm. just, just right out of high school. In the, in the, or, yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm always intrigued by you know all of us have shared our testimony many times in different ways, but. <clears throat> what was your journey to where you are now as being uh, having a personal relationship with Jesus? You know, because we all have different stories. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. You know, people would have said I was a believer, but I know when my heart changed. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. What's yeah. kind of the high well, the high note cliff notes for you? Well, I mean, the high note for me, I, I turned my life over to Christ. And I was thirteen. I can remember the day when I walked down the aisle. Was crying, weeping there, and I, I was a. I mean, I, how, how can I cry in front of everybody? You know, yeah, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a big, I'm a 13 year old kid. Love, you know, have a lot of friends, but yeah, when, when the Holy Spirit hits you, 
There, there's there's no coming. There's no there's no denying it. And cross you know cross takes over, and uh, you know you just know it. And so anyway, I was thirteen when that happened. But even though you're you turn your life over to Christ, the, the enemy just really attacks you then. Mm-hmm. And so you know you're you're as you're as you progress in your life, you know, God puts does things and and puts you down paths that you deviate. You know, we're all we're all men. We we have we we get off track. You know. And I listened to this morning to uh, 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 a sermon devotion with with a, with a guy, and then one of the, the keynotes was you know we live in a suppressed world. I mean suppressed economy, suppressed environment. You like to take a beach ball and you put it underwater, you know, just try to keep pushing the truth down, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just pushing it down. And we and everything around us is okay. We do everything is fine, mm-hmm. and and that's what some people are doing with the truth of God, just pushing it down. And letting the enemy just take over, but mm-hmm. that's kind of how our lives are. We, we sometimes pushed it down, mm-hmm. but then it, it rises back up to the top, and uh, and that's when the Holy God just really just uses us in mighty ways. But uh, yeah. pretty, um, so true, man. Yeah, yeah I, I I couldn't agree with you more. So, how do you feel like that um, Connor's influence in your life during this time that you're you're going through? He's your business partner. How do you feel like he? Um, did did he have a positive or negative effect on your life at that in, in that in that in that at that time and and also uh, with his absence today and looking back on that <coughs> excuse me situation um, tell us a little bit about that I mean uh, going back with with the Connor story and and that moment in your life and and really just what happened to him and yeah um, yeah so anyway yeah we were young into the business and going back to that you know connor was a, a huge man of integrity you know i i i, I, I want to add you know, myself to be the same way and i just got to hold myself up as well but i mean just learning just seeing the some of the attributes of him you know and the small things of what you know he did like he you know wouldn't work for some some people just because you know of their um you know now he would go out and call and visit them but you know, uh, he, he wouldn't uh, allow allow himself to be circled with some some of the uh, wrong influences. And, sure, but but he would call them and, and tell them why. You know, he wouldn't mm-hmm. work for them. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't. You know, uh, under the table stuff he's not going to do. And he'll sure. ca- he'll call you out on that. He'll also pray for you right there on the spot too. Yeah, and pray with you. That's that's pretty powerful. Yeah. I've always admired people who are willing to do that. Oh, boldly, boldly. Yeah. You know, just walk up into a group of you know, fifteen people and just. You know, even though that they're they're wanting you know you to do work for them, you're turning them down, right? Like a slap in the face, but he's going to pray for you right there in front of everybody. Sure, that right there, that 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 spoke volumes. Sure, and, and I I don't know too many people who do that. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, you no. know, no, and there's a lot like I understand what you're saying. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the oil field of uh, okay, oh, the, the salesman can yeah. get you this work, but I'm gonna pass you. I'm gonna get five grand out cash <laughs> and give it to you to get yeah. this hundred thousand dollar job. Oh, that yeah. stuff happens all the time. All the time. And that's what he's saying that he's like, Hey, I'm not going to do that. Exactly. You yeah. That, so, so, um, how old was Connor when, when he passed and what happened? Yeah. So, um, it was just about a year and a year into our, to, to his division, bringing into, to our company that, um, I got the phone call and, um, it was, uh, out South of Henderson, Brockfield area. We were, they were doing a picking line for um, yeah, a company called uh, Enbridge. Mm-hmm. And, um, Explain what picking a line means. Picking, yeah. So basically, uh, well, they weren't picking. I'm sorry. They were 
uh, mowing a right of way. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Okay, I, I, I'm using pigging as the term of work that we do. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. They were mowing a, a pipeline right away, just cleaning it up so so it, the, you could see the pipeline, and marking it, et cetera, and painting it. This one happened to be you know pretty brushy and just a lot of um, a lot of debris over the years. It just crawled around this pipeline, so you couldn't see nothing. And and their line of work that they brought in. Um, brush hogs and the big mulcher machines to go ahead and, and, you know, and clean up work, I mean, clean up trees, et cetera. And that's what they were doing. They, it was so bad they were doing that. And he was, Connor was the type of a guy, if it was a situation that was in any, you know, it was any danger, you know, he, he would take the lead on anything. He's going to put himself first. And so, uh, go ahead, John. Led from the front, man, in yeah. the trenches. I in mean, the trenches, I, yeah. I feel like that is a bona fide, true leader. Yeah. And that's that's the leader I want to be. Absolutely, me too. And, and, and and that even that even that crisis taught you know spoke volumes to me as hey you know he's he, he stepped out led led from the front mm-hmm. and, 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 and and took his yeah I'm gonna tell you something what I know about you is you're a leader uh, you're the leader that's in the trenches you're the guy who leads from the front and uh, man you absolutely shine that light yourself you do the same thing and uh, that's um. That's impressive. It's a, I admire that about you, and yeah, uh, I've always you, so uh, man. That's uh, that's good stuff. I mean that that he kind of uh, almost taught you that, you know. And now yeah. that he's not here, but you're still continuing on with that legacy, um, you know. Uh, that and and what's also interesting is Connor is younger than me and you, correct? And yeah. uh, and, and and you know, so you can learn from anybody, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so I feel that God placed him in, in, in my life, and then at that point, you know, um, it, you know, it, he, he was actually, you know, he ran off, and he was, he was killed. Yeah, and so, um, and it was just devastating. Yeah, yeah. The line, um, I believe, was it a mulcher that maybe maybe hit hit the line or something and blew thought, up? Yeah, and, it was yeah. A, big, a big high pressure, tragic, huge, huge, huge gas line, and yeah, yeah, and then so. So the reason, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, when you're when you're mowing pipelines every so often, pipelines are below the ground, but every so often there's risers. Correct. And the reason that it's dangerous is because if it grows up too much, you can't see some of those risers. Is that? Well, this happened to be like a 14-foot-wide, 8, 10, or 12-foot-deep creek that was not marked on on the map that he had. Okay. He had no idea that it was there. And the the pipeline was was under the ground about 8 foot. Yeah, and just so happened he was centerized over that twelve inch line when he was on the mulcher and just went off the cliff, hit the yeah, line. Couldn't see the ditch. Correct. Mm. Wow. So from that moment of you getting that call, that was what two thousand twelve. Uh-huh. Okay, so August the twelfth, two thousand twelve. So you were how old about, about that time? Around uh, that time? Well, that was about ten years ago. So okay. I was uh, about uh, thirty, thirty-three. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so what has transpired? You know. I don't know about you, but you know Deuteronomy twenty nine twenty nine has really stuck out to me a lot lately, and it says, paraphrase Brandon International version is basically mm-hmm. the things we know, and we make God may show us some of those, and some of them He won't. He won't. Yeah. So what have you? What do you know from then to now that you've kind of been able to reflect and see? You know that uh, has been impactful for you and your journey. Well, the um, you know the 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 veil is thin. Life is a vapor, you know, and and we have to be um, prepared at all times, but we also have to be serving all the time, be a servant, um, and 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 you know, 
be 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 bold in, in, in what we do and speak out um, and um, you know be prepared. But you know, there's that prepared me for another step in my life. Um, I feel like it did uh, to to be able to um, to adapt, you know, and just be stronger in our in our faith with Christ and just be bolder, but be prepared to to um, to come to come to the cross. Sure. So, at this point, you're 33 years old, and uh, you've just lost a business partner who had a profound effect on your life and uh, just the whole situation. Um, you know, uh, at this point, you've been married uh, for about eight years. Eight years yeah, now? yeah, pretty much. It's, uh, okay. two, yeah, 20 yeah, eight years, yeah. You and Rainey saw all your children are born mm-hmm. at this time. Mm-hmm. Boston was, uh, this was 2012, so... Um, Boston was just born. Sure. Okay. No, I'm, I'm sorry. No, he was going to be born in that September, the next month. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, the next month he was due. Yeah. I'll so be that. Um, <clears throat> so at this time, uh, you and Rainey, um, y'all, uh, y'all have some trials and tribulations coming coming down the pipe, right? Sure. They un- had no idea at the time. No yeah. Idea. Sure. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So that was 2012, August uh, 12th, 2012. Um, my son, Boston was, uh, she was eight months pregnant. So he was born the next month in September. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, when January comes, um, um, it was like January the 11th and the night before my wife said, I got an appointment tomorrow with my, doc- my doctor. Um, uh, Boston was, you know, he was a few weeks old, a few months old. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, I'm going to, I'm going to go with me a lot. She's breastfeeds all of her kids, so she had some clogged milk ducts that she was gonna checked out, thinking it was clogged milk ducts. Um, so I said, "Okay, well, that's fine." Didn't think much of it. She was, I tell you, she, my wife was very. Um, she doesn't, she doesn't speak out about much as far as issues. You know, she's very to herself. Um, that's why she didn't tell me till the night before. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to when, I, you know, uh, Philippians says, "Don't worry about anything, pray about everything." Right, and so it I, says I, that. I, yeah, oh, yeah, it <laughs> says that, but. Do you know? It's often following that is hard to do. No doubt. Uh, but anyhow, she she went in and um, I took her. She come out out of the appointment about two three hours later. It was a long appointment. Shouldn't been that long. And she was wide of the sheet and said she's you know pretty sure she's got aggressive cancer, breast cancer. So mm. it was definitely a, a <laughs> wow. Yeah, you know. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. Yeah. So at this time, you're thinking. But we we don't know for sure until the results come back. Sure, so sure. The, doc, the doctors pretty much said that it's uh, it's it's aggressive stage two or three cancer. Wow. Let's uh, we're about to the end of this podcast. We'll jump back in uh, on next episode and talk about the rest of the story. Sure. Uh, with your wife, you obviously this is a very eye opening. I think a lot of people can get a lot from this as far as like going through tragedy and still following Jesus. And huh? I think we can dive into. Uh, continuing like where your walk was and how sure. it grew through all that. But cool. uh, appreciate you guys joining us today. We'll jump right back in on the next episode with Mr. Brandon Gill. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>